All right. Uh, Shelby, can we please have a one-word spooky-themed prompt? Ooh. Revenge. Revenge. All right. Here we go. Three, two, one. I feel like every now and then, as I'm, like, going to bed or something, my brain will randomly remind me of people that I hope I never run into in the future from my past. Where you're like, man, I wonder what would happen if I ran into him in person. Would I try to, like, punch him in the face or tell him to fuck off or something? Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Uh, Hold on one second. Hey, welcome to the Overtalking Podcast with your hosts, Ken and CJ. Say hi, CJ. Ah! Ah! This is... Monster Month on Overtalking Week Three, and this week it's Ghost Week. Okay, I was wondering what you're going to go with. It's not Fog Week. Not Fog Week. Fog's not the monster. It's Ghost. Pretty spooky. I mean, pirate could be. Yeah, pirate's not a monster. It's Ghost. It's Ghost. Yeah, (laughs) it's Ghost Week on Overtalking because we're talking about the fog. It's the 1980. It's the fog, not the newer one, which I don't think I've seen. Me neither. Um, does that surprise you? Yeah. <laughs> what? No way. Um, yeah, John Carpenter's version, which I cannot wait to hear what CJ thought of. Uh, but first, CJ, let's circle back. When you're going to bed, all you're thinking about is revenge. And I didn't say what? all I'm thinking about. I'm just <laughs> saying, you know, the the human mind likes to play tricks on you. And sometimes it just reminds you of like, hey, remember that People person you hated in you. high school? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yes, I do, Brain. Thanks for the reminder. What, what about it? And then you just kind of go down yeah. a revenge rabbit hole. That's rough. Yeah. Let's see if our guest uh, does that too. <laughs> this week we're joined by returning guest Shelby Weaver. Welcome back. Hi, Shelby. Oh, everyone. Revenge. Yeah. Yay or no. nay? Absolutely. Pro? I, I do not forgive and forget. I remember and I think about it all the time. And Old grudges. Oh, yeah. And you know That's what? That's I think that's your right. <laughs> I think you. Yeah. I think you're right to be as angry at someone as you want to be. And I, I've had some really solid arguments in my car to the air. You know, <laughs> I've said some stuff that all winners. I, but not in person. Never. Yeah, never. I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's right. I tend to draw the line as well. <laughs> it all just stays up in my head. I don't know when I'm when I'm falling asleep. I'm not thinking about other people because my brain just kind of gets a little foggy, you know. Oh. Just like this uh. movie. <laughs> we're talking to talk about the fog coming up on the Over Talking podcast. It was right there. That was a quick I one. To, one. To do it. It was a good one. John Carpenter's The Fog. One hundred years ago, between midnight and one, something unknown came out of the fog. Now it has returned. Oh, Jesus. And we're back on Monster Month of the Overtalking Podcast. It's Ghost Week. We're talking about the fog, and we have guest Shelby Weaver here with us. Shelby, we're going to put 30 seconds on the clock for you to describe for someone who has not yet seen 1980s John Carpenter's The Fog what it's all about. Ready, go. In a town built on corruption, like most other towns in the United States, there's bad weather coming in. Um, Are you afraid of natural weather events and also the sea? If you are, this movie will scare you. If you're not, um, it probably won't scare you that much. I... 
I recommend four, it. Um, Jamie three, Lee Curtis is in it two, again. <laughs> Dive. Here we go. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much all you need to know. Yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis is in it again. It's John Carpenter's second movie. I don't know. It's, it's a, one of his earliest movies. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. And uh, not a whole lot scary in it. But, <laughs> Shelby, why did you pick uh, The Fog as one of the options? I know we kind of gave restrictions this time around, but uh, why'd you throw out The Fog? I will I will be completely honest to your viewers as to why I chose the fog, which is I wanted to choose a ghost movie and all of the ghost movies that I could think of that I would want to talk about were painfully depressing. Um so <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you then. <laughs> yeah, the, the two I, other options you had looked looked kind of like downers. Uh no, they, you have the others yeah. on there. I think that was one. Um, the others, um, I had a really sad Guillermo del Toro one. The Fog was really the only ghost movie I could think of that I did enjoy that wouldn't send you into like an absolute emotional spiral. Um, because ghosts, usually death, those undertones, yeah. usually sad. But yeah. the fog is the fog is pretty chill. So you ruled out Casper. Fog is something. Yeah, Ca- oh Casper. I forgot about Casper. Oh, I, I he's doing. About Casper. I don't think it holds up. I think it's also pretty sad. <laughs> They're showing yeah. Casper at the uh, Music Box of Horrors, if that hasn't really? already happened when this airs. Uh, oh, they're showing Casper this Saturday at the Music Box of Horrors, <laughs> uh, which is already sold out, but it's it's going to be there, and I'm excited to see it. Have you ever seen it? Should be good. That's got that's got uh, Devin Sawa as the as Casper. Young Devin. I've Sawa. seen it, but a long time ago, so I'm excited to see it again. You shouldn't be. No, no. I think it's gonna be fine. I, I recently listened to another podcast talk about it, and they were both like, "Yeah, no, this is not good." <laughs> does, does hold up. I watched it recently, and really? I have to disagree with whomever these podcasters are. It's a fun ride. <laughs> is it? It doesn't. What is good? <laughs> what what is, is good? good? That's a great question. Define yeah. that. You know. Completely subjective. Watch Casper, Ken. You'll enjoy it. I'm I'm going to. I'm going to be forced to. So you won't be asleep during that portion. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> you gonna bring a pillow again? Yeah, you gotta. Yeah. I mean, God, those seats are not the best. But I'm staying the whole time again. I'm going to do it. I, I got to do it. It's Impressive. I got an extra ticket, CJ. You're not even gonna be in town, so never mind. Yeah. When is that happening? Okay. This Saturday. Saturday. This Saturday, Wait. October 21st. Oh, yes, this Saturday. Yes, this Saturday. <laughs> I have an extra ticket, Shelby, uh, if, if you are interested. So. I have never, I've never been to the, the movie marathon, so. Oh, I didn't say the music box. I was like, what? Oh, no, I've been to the music. The seats okay. are terrible. <laughs> yeah, the seats are awful. We can all agree on that. Yeah. Almost as painful as this movie. So let's get into the fog. <laughs> um, no, I'm just kidding. A little bit. Uh so, yeah, CJ, I just want to hear first thoughts when you watch The Fog. First of all, how many sittings did it take for you to get through it? Two. Two? Okay. What time of day did you view these? Uh, earlier this morning. <laughs> okay. And Great. I think... What was I, the X speed? Uh, 1.2. <laughs> <laughs> and the first viewing was like two days ago. Okay. In the sort of evening. Okay. What are yeah. your what are your initial thoughts on uh, on the fog? 
You know, I uh, my first I think my first thought was I'm jealous of everyone's hair in this movie. <laughs> yeah. uh, I love a late eighties or, or late seventies, early eighties hair. Yeah, I did appreciate that you don't really see the ghouls until the very end. Ghosts, because as we all know, the scariest thing is what's in the mind. Mm. It's all or up in here. The fog, it's sick and twisted. So I like that. I like that okay. it was uh, suspenseful, and I it um, the fog happens at the very start of the movie, and then I was sort of glad it then went to the next day. I thought it was just going to be like off to the races, and we're only staying for one night the entire movie. But I was I was sort of glad. I was like, no, okay, they're going to build up. We've we've seen the ghouls. Then they're going to build up some more suspense. Some more weird stuff is going to happen throughout the day. And then the next night is really going to be when shit hits the fan. So uh, this is my third time seeing this movie, I think. And I'll be honest, I still don't totally understand what the plot is. But um, (laughs) we'll get to that in a second. But it starts out with this, which apparently was tacked on after filming, uh, a scene of this old man telling some kids a ghost story about how the town was basically founded with leading some pirates or leprechaun or, or something to their death i'm not exactly sure what leprechauns? they're were they leprechaun <laughs> were they a leprechaun or am i mixing that up leprechauns. leprechauns to their death yeah they're falling the pot of gold and they're let it let it, i don't know what happened to them but they died and the town stole their money or something like that anyway yeah. they're talking about oh so it follows sorry i'm all over the place uh there is a lighthouse with a uh, radio station in it for some reason and they're talking about a celebration happening tonight they say tonight even though it's past midnight so apparently it's tonight the next night though yeah which is confusing to me but she's she's like, talking on the phone to her it might, have, it might have been tom atkins or someone else but the weather about man. the weatherman yeah about that and i'm like who the hell starts a party after midnight, like the party starts after midnight. What the, what is going on? I forgot it. It's another day until it happens. But uh, I was very confused and was a little a little upset. That's all. I'm just confused the whole movie though. Honestly, <laughs> like I'm, a, I'm I never quite catch up to what's actually going on or or maybe pay enough attention to care to learn. But Shelby, can you fill us in? What do you know? What like actually is happening? Absolutely not. I okay. <laughs> by like fourth or fifth time watching the movie, and I, when I was rewatching it for this, I this time made like a promise to myself to really pay attention, um, and so I really tried. And it is it is not the strongest of um, plot. Yeah, plays narratively, it is. Yeah, kind of a little foggy. all over the place. Yeah, it is foggy. Um, I don't know. I think maybe John Carpenter was really busy. <laughs> Had a yeah. lot going on. Definitely not one of his strongest works. <laughs> I thought I I got it pretty well. I think all really? you really need to know is the the diary that the priest finds. That that explains all of it in my book. Yeah, That's I it. totally don't remember the scary story at the beginning at all. Can't remember a single word that was said, but right, right. The thing is, is that they blatantly say like what the plot is, right? Yeah, and then they just kind of veer everywhere. Then we forget about that for a while. One of those things where we're told directly to the camera multiple times, like, this is what they're here for, 
And then that's kind of what they're there for. Yeah. I feel like they say what they're there for a couple different times, but and they're, it's different every time. Like one time it's because they were led aground and were killed. Mm-hmm. Another time it's because they stole their gold or something like that, some leprechaun bullshit. And I, I like I don't know, it's it's different every time. And then they're what? Then they're only going after six people. Two, yeah. that's kind of tacked on at the end is like a well, I guess we're not gonna just kill everyone, it's just gonna be six people, and then I don't know. It's weird. And it's it's said a couple times that like they're coming after the like descendants of the conspirators behind the thing. Yeah, which is why our our priest, um, spoiler alert, dies at the end. But he's the only person I think who was connected whatsoever to right. everyone else is just yeah. a random person. <laughs> So at the end, when he's you know sacrificing himself, he's like, "I'm the sixth conspirator." I'm like, the first five had they were just chilling. That yeah, was just an old lady looking after a little boy. Yeah, I, I didn't like that part. The lighthouse <laughs> radio station, like, come on, pirate, uh, like leprechaun ghosts. We're just gonna refer to them as leprechaun ghosts, please. Yeah, I didn't care that they had to kill the babysitter. She she did nothing wrong. Barely got to know her in the movie. Like, well, why? She's nice. And it's one of the few scary movies I got to give it up to Mr. Carpenter, where the babysitter in the movie is not some young, stupidly yeah. attractive, <laughs> <laughs> true, like teenage girl. It's just like yeah. a nice old lady, and I appreciate that. Yeah, not a teen having her boyfriend over when she was told not to, and no. yeah. Mm-hmm. Although that person is in this movie. In fact, a lot of people from Halloween are in this movie. Yes. Uh, we got Jamie Lee Curtis. We got Others. Nancy Loomis. Is that her name? Uh, the, yes. the the girl from who CJ was alluding to from Halloween. Mm-hmm. Um, Tom Atkins is from Halloween 3. Is that something? I don't know. Not from Halloween, but you have Janet Lee of Psycho Royalty, who is also um, Jamie Lee Curtis's mom. That's right. Yeah. Oh, whoa. Pretty cool. Oh, the weatherman is the cop in Halloween. Dang. Not noticed that. Yes. See, this is what I'm saying. I think John was just really busy. <laughs> yeah. Just get all the old uh, people. Like, just, we can't yeah, we don't have to do casting. These, yeah. these guys did fine last time. Let's just got time. bring them back. Can we find an age-appropriate person for uh, Tom Atkins to have sex with? No. Let's nah. just have Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, 22-year-old or something. Tom Atkins is always having sex with the youngest girls, unfortunately. Halloween 3 happens again. It's real weird. I don't know what's going on. Also, you know, don't mean to to judge uh, people, but so you're hitchhiking. You ask the driver if they're weird. He jokingly says yes. And then cut to they have had sex. Yeah. <laughs> I, loved, I actually okay. liked that. I thought that was funny. <laughs> That movie should have ended like halfway through that first scene. You know, like, <laughs> there would have been no movie. That's just the last time if they're weird, they say yes. Well, that's the end of the movie. Credits. Getting out. Bye. Getting out or she's dead now. So she didn't get to see. If the movie was told through her perspective, which that's another thing about this movie, whose perspective is it really told through? It's like, We're yeah, a bunch of towns. different. Yeah. yeah. It's so, like the town was a character in the movie. Absolutely. I, they also didn't really explain, like, why glass shatters all the time, or, like... It's ghosts, baby. Yeah, but, like, What else do you want? But we see... So, 
in in this is world, the ghosts take physical form, but yet yeah. also just the fog will mess with electronics, break glass, shake things. But then there are many moments in the movie where to build tension, the ghosts are physically breaking windows themselves. Yeah. And yeah. doors themselves. So it is like, are y'all choosing like automatic or manual mode? Like, yeah, yeah, they really had it out for that stained glass. They're like, no, yeah, I want yeah, yeah. to punch that. <laughs> yeah. So weird. yeah, weird stuff like that where I'm like, I don't, I don't follow the, like the magic rules of this movie. So I wrote down a couple of notes here that I just want to talk about. Uh, the kid at one point, the the son of the DJ lady, he's out on the beach the next morning for some reason. He finds a gold coin, but then it turns into a plank of from apparently the, the boat of the, the leprechauns that crashed. Yeah. And he brings it back to his mom. They talk for a while. He asks if he can have a stomach pounder. <laughs> What is a stomach pounder? Does anyone know? What? I have a stomach pounder and a Coke, I think is what he said, or something like that. So it's not a drink. It's a food item? It's I, I don't be know. like a burger. Oh, man. Yeah. A stomach pounder? Oh, it's Pop Rocks and Coke. It was a term used in the late 70s and early Oh, wow. 80s. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> stomach pounder. As a mother... She should have said no. <laughs> I think yeah. she did. Yeah. Uh, okay. Good for her. Wow. Okay. Well, learn something new every day. Um, that can kill you, right? I don't, I don't think so. That I think you just vomit. Urban urban legend, but uh, yeah. I don't think it's, it's like birds eating rice where your stomach would explode or anything. Oh my God. Is that true? I thought so. They, That's why you're not supposed to throw rice at weddings, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because the rice isn't cooked yet. And it cooks in their little tummy acids. And then... God. Yeah. Yeah. Give them bread. Yeah. So why are you supposed to not eat unpop popcorn as well? I that doesn't don't... sound pleasant. I, I don't think that's... Is that real? I think there's a number of reasons why you shouldn't do that. You ever tried to do that? And someone told you not to? <laughs> Concerned God. I don't know. I don't know why birds aren't just exploding all over all the time. <laughs> Well, Chicago birds live on crazy shit. You yeah, know? hot are, garbage. Are eating yeah. Italian beefs from the <laughs> <laughs> spicy peppers. Yeah, some jardinera. Well, Reddit told me that birds aren't even real. So True. it's that could just be why. I don't like birds that talk. It's all that five G. Birds that talk. If they, if 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 I come back next year and, and and someone makes a movie about birds that talk, honestly, there should be a horror movie about talking birds. I would watch it in a heartbeat because <laughs> why? Everyone's like they're just, they're just mimicking. I'm like, no, it's getting intelligent. Okay, they it's are sentient. Too yeah. intelligent. We shouldn't be teaching birds English. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> there is the movie called Birds, right? The birds. <laughs> They, they don't, don't talk, talk though. I don't think yeah. they just swarm. Yeah, <laughs> I disagree. One of my favorite Instagram accounts has parrots, and they're the funniest things in the world. Yeah, I was I was thinking of TikTok birds as well. That uh, talking, very entertaining. I like them. Um, one other note that I wrote down was ah the eighties, just drinking and driving, <laughs> just <laughs> just openly having yeah. a beer while driving a semi truck. Not a problem. 
don't see any worries with that. Seatbelts, <laughs> optional. Yep. And uh, let's just drive around in a truck that has exploded glass on every side of it. Not a big deal. Yeah. No. Um, the only thing I wrote down as a note was one of my favorite parts is early in the movie, maybe halfway through the movie, when the Janet Lee's husband, the guy who dies in the beginning, is in the hospital. And Jamie Lee Curtis is in the hospital room alone with like his dead body. And mm. she's turning her back to him. And it's supposed to be this moment where he like sneaks up on her. But he's like under a tarp on a metal table and he's wearing heels i question mark and it's, the, it's the loudest <laughs> yeah getting up off the table and then as soon as he gets on the ground you hear the clack of like his heel boots yeah. and it's hilarious to me because she's just standing there like i nope. see or hear nothing meanwhile i don't know if you've ever been to a hospital but that like paper <laughs> <laughs> oh, so yeah. loud yeah it should be crinkling like crazy hustling yeah yeah that's yeah. um that scene where the the body kind of comes back to life for a second totally reminded me of the thing so i wonder if that was like his first iteration at uh mm. at trying to make a body come back to life through under like a sheet kind of thing totally was, reminded me of that was there anything to him that dead body like carved something in the floor? It looked like, it looked a, three. like a three. Were there three people left that they needed to kill or something? They didn't explain it. I know that. Yeah. Well, because who died after that? Babysitter, priest. Know. That's what. Yeah, I was like, surely oh, yeah. they'll tell me Wait, what no. that means, right? That nope. would have to be true because they killed three on the boat, and mm-hmm. then this is them examining one of those people on the boat. So they would have only killed three at that point. So yeah, there would have been three left. There we go. Or they killed three. I don't know. It's got to be that. Do we think they got lucky that like all three descendants <laughs> were all friends on the boat no, <laughs> at the start no, of all of it? I don't know. Like, this oh, this really is, worked out. <laughs> is low plot, high vibes. I yeah. Like. <laughs> That's, yeah. This movie's a vibe. It's got John Carpenter soundtrack. It's yeah. all synth all the time, except for <laughs> DJ jazz music. Which um, I loved. She was a vibe. I I loved yeah. her little lighthouse radio station. Her Can radio- I be honest? I love movies that feature a DJ that's like broadcasting to the whole town. You get to see the whole town listening to the DJ. And it's like part of a communal experience. The only other movie I can think of like that is American Graffiti. But I've never seen that. Oh, it's so good. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's the George Lucas film, by the way, yeah. which is strange. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. I love that. I love the communal feel of that. That's why I like watching live TV sometimes. Uh, you know, other people are watching the same thing as you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't have that anymore yeah. these days. Uh, I also I think radio is kind of dying. Your radio is dying? <laughs> well, you better get it fixed. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, move on quick. <laughs> I wish I had something to transition to. I do. Wait a minute. Do you guys want to talk about some trivia from this movie? Yeah. Want to try it's time for. Hey, did you do that? That's right. For new listeners, this is the part of the show where we put our guests and CJ head to head to see who knows the most about what we watch. Shelby, CJ, are you two ready? I have a history of this game where I never, I never win unless I've given sympathy points. Um, and you know what? I've decided to just lean into it. I'm going to stop fighting it. <laughs> and so, CJ, I, I want to apologize for all the times I've I've um, just said really aggressive things to you <laughs> playing this trick. <laughs> 
I accept your apology. No worries at all. Great. So let's watch me lose. Hit it, Ken. <laughs> okay. Hit it. All right. CJ's first point is what? <laughs> um, John Carpenter actually makes a cameo in this film. Did you catch it? Who does he play? First person to tell me gets the point. Ooh, the guy with the red eyes at the end. The, the guy that kills him. The, the main fog guy? No. Yeah. Mr. Fog. Mr. Fog. I'm going to guess he's one of the arms going through one of the stained glass windows. <laughs> nope. He, you see him fully. He has oh. lines. I have no what? idea then. No. I also don't know what 1980 John Carpenter looks like. Yeah, I know. Uh, okay, so no one gets the point. So Shelby, you're already staying in the game kind <laughs> <Yes>. of. Um, <laughs> he is in the beginning, the first scene with the priest he is like the priest's assistant guy who asks if he can get paid. That oh, was John Carpenter. Oh, whoa. Yeah. Oh, yeah. With the super he young. Late 70s. Oh, yeah. He's, he was young. Yeah. Dang. Good for him. Yeah. Yeah. He did a great job. See, it wasn't about casting. Just wanted to, like, I'll, I'll just do this one. It's fine. That actually makes sense because I say he did a great job really sarcastically because that's one of my favorite line deliveries. It's like, can I get paid? <laughs> <laughs> that now makes sense. Yeah. Do you think he got his SAG card from one of his own movies? Oh, maybe. <laughs> it's like, I need yeah. some insurance. Why don't I put myself in the movie in that way? <laughs> I support it. Yeah. All right. Next question. What was the budget for this movie? Oh, God. Just closest gets the point. A lot of dry ice, I assume. Yeah, it couldn't have been that high because, like, visual effect. I mean, that they probably used a lot. And, like, a little bit of CG, not CGI, but, like, a little bit of animation. Yeah, for some of the fog effects. I don't know 1980 money. Like, how much? Yeah, $2 or something, probably. Okay, I'll, I'll say the answer is in millions of dollars. Okay, okay. that's helpful. I was yeah. not going to yeah. I could tell y'all were, were <laughs> flailing. Maybe, like, 50 bucks? Yeah. Uh, yeah. 50 um, bucks and a can of Coke? You said millions, so I'm gonna I'm gonna play it safe and say three. I was gonna go with like five, something pretty low. CJ is gonna get the point. <laughs> All right, Shelby. Well, uh, you get the point. You were closest. Hey. It was one million dollars. Wow. Oh, you just does. Yeah, kinda. <laughs> yeah, pretty low. But with a one million dollar budget, how much in addition to that was spent on advertising and promotion? Oh. Ooh. Another another million. Okay. 300000 Shelby, you're on a roll. Wow. You're closest again. This time it was $3 million. So three times as much the budget of the movie they spent on advertising and promotion. It's kind of crazy. What wasn't necessary? <laughs> yeah, I don't you know. You know? That's kind of strange. Also, if you guys were wondering, $1 million in 1980 is now worth $3.7 million today. Oh, okay. Still a yeah. pretty cheap movie. So then they spent over $10 million on advertising and promotion. Yeah, wow. <laughs> All right, next question. Uh, in how many days was this film shot? God, I'm awful at this. Oh, it had to have been short. I mean, there there wasn't there wasn't that much. Yeah. Um, how many days? 20, 28 days. Okay. I'm going low. Yeah, I, I there isn't many even, yeah, lo like locations to have to shoot at or like set up man i think that's a pretty good guess maybe even lower like 21 we're we're doing uh just closest, just closest shelby you get the point again 
You're running away wow. with it. 30 days is the answer. Dang. Hey. Yeah. Pretty close with all of these answers, too. <laughs> You're actually actually doing really good. So what happens when you let things go. Yeah. You know? yeah it comes to you. Positive vibes. All right. Uh, then this is probably the final question. And it definitely is the final question. What is the Rotten Tomatoes tomato meter score in percentage closest without going over? For those who don't know, this is the critic score on Rotten Tomatoes. Shelby, since you're in the lead, you will go first. Well, critics are always real horny for old movies. So <laughs> I'm going to say they, they love an old, older movie. I'm going to say uh, 70. Okay. CJ? Uh, I think it's higher than that, so I will say 71. <laughs> CJ, you, you snuck in there. Yeah. Yeah. 75%. Okay. Uh, but Shelby, oh, wow. okay. you are our winner. Congratulations. Oh. Yeah. Woo. What happens when you manifest? That's right. You see, it was actually reverse psychology. That was a fake, <laughs> a fake out. Um, I'm not a, I'm, I'm, I don't regret any of the aggressiveness. I've <laughs> you were fuming the entire time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just for fun. What do you guys think the audience score was? I think just because, yeah, it's like an eighties horror movie with John Carpenter. I'm thinking higher, probably like 84 or something. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to say like 82 lower 65%. Really? Oh, dang. So everyone else was confused. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, I think it's safe to say this movie probably doesn't hold up uh, as much, and also is confusing. And <laughs> also, I mean, this is just kind of a fun fact that couldn't fit into a trivia question. But there was no blood in this movie, and John Carpenter did oh, that on yeah. purpose in an attempt to get a PG rating. Uh, but he still ended Whoa. up getting an R rating. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't know how he thought he, he was going to get a PG, PG when people rating. are. Dying, right. getting hooked in the People neck. Are straight up, yeah, getting hooked and stabbed and stuff. Like, yeah, you know, and there's sex and is there swearing? I don't know, but there can't be swearing. Well, there's definitely drinking and driving. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I love I love a world where John Carpenter like doesn't know what kids can't see. I know, you know, he's coming off of yeah. Halloween <laughs> and he's like, all right, well, that was obviously R. So if I just cut out the blood and then it's a PG movie, yeah. right? That, that's all it was. <laughs> Yeah, Mr. Carpenter, there are guidelines you can check ahead of time to see where coming some slack. This is my second movie. I don't I don't know what's going on. <laughs> he's too focused on his line delivery. Yeah, yeah he's, he just needs to get paid. Right. Yeah. I mean, it does kind of feel like this movie was a paycheck for, for him. Yeah. Like yeah. It, I don't know. I don't know what he was going for. I mean, it's got the same crew as Halloween. Like Deborah Hill is a producer on this one. I think she helped write it too. Yeah. Like I don't I don't know. It's a Deborah Hill production. That's right. Yeah. She did help write it too, I yeah. believe. But uh it still didn't quite fall apart. I mean, there wasn't really much plot in Halloween though either. I mean, in the first True. Halloween they don't Scary explain guy. really why Any. he's coming after yeah. these people. It's not until the sequel that they say like, "Oh, he's Jamie Lee Curtis's brother or something." But what? Yeah, it's true. Spoilers. Oh, have you seen Halloween too? I just realized you probably haven't. No, I don't think okay. I have. I mean, it's not really that big of a, a no, plot I, point, yeah, honestly. I, but I think a big thing that sets like the fog apart from things like Halloween is that the thing that keeps Halloween's status higher and and you want to come back for more is the fact that the the villain is actually pretty interesting. 
and you do you do see him um whereas with the fog it's like i don't really know who these guys are i don't really i don't i don't you don't get to know them whatsoever like even though in halloween you're not explained a lot you still are you feel the anger right whereas with these little uh ship boys i don't i don't they didn't really tell me much about themselves same could could go for the quote-unquote victims right like there's who's yeah. the main character? Like again, we don't know. It's it's there's yeah. a bunch of different people it's who like are everybody. The supporting cast. I mean, is it Tom Atkins? Is it the DJ lady? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, kid. It's the kid. Who knows? Yeah. Is it the priest? The town. The town, the town it's is the town. That's yeah. right. The town is the it's main the character. All best movies are when it's several different people are the main character. Yeah. Uh, well. I think it might be time for ratings. Ooh, CJ, your turn. Ratings. Musical guest. <laughs> it really is that. Uh, Shelby, on a scale of 1 to 10, what would you rate The Fog for you? I, if the, the Fog is one of those movies where if it was on, I would watch it. So I'm, but I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't turn it during October. It's not one of my, you know, ones that I pop on. It's not on my list. So I'm going to give it a, I'm going to give it a five out of 10. Okay. Yeah. CJ, you go next. <laughs> I'm actually still trying to figure out what, what mine is. Yeah. Did I do this on Letterboxd? For me. Ken, I believe you gave it a three out of five on Letterboxd. Okay. Thank I saw you. It today. Thank you. Yeah. I didn't like hate it. It was fine. I appreciated that it, there wasn't like a lot of like cheap, Jump scares, that's really what I personally hate mm. a lot. I do kind of like that you're, like I said, you don't really see the actual bad guys. So it's a lot of suspense of like, then you're just seeing a figure and then like a hand reach out until the very end, which is kind of, that was a cool shot of all of them inside the church with the backed lighting and stuff like that. I I give props to any like practical effects that they used were cool. But yeah, kind of confusing or like not enough investment for me to like care more. We barely know who these people are the whole time. And the biggest issue I think I had was the priest that finds the diary that like kind of puts it together that, oh, we're coming up on the 100th anniversary of this like kill plot says I couldn't read past that. Yes. Yes. Like what? <laughs> and tells no one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that would have been, I would have been like, oh my God, holy shit. How does this end? Flip through the rest of the diary. Because <laughs> we all know usually that it's like, and we were able to kill them by blah, blah, blah. It's like, right. oh, maybe yeah. we should do that. Or like that, the diary explains the motivation. Oh, there's gold. Maybe if we find the gold and give it to them, which they eventually do. But like, right. oh, there's a distinct yeesh. clue to where the gold is. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> I'm glad he died in the end. I was like, why did he stay <laughs> yes, in the church? Yes, kind of died. a little bit. Yeah. Well, this, he just stayed in the church. Wasn't paying his employees, you know? Yeah. Uh, not a good guy. Yeah. Just another another point of the corrupt church. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I was, I was very, like, at the end when you think he is going to live, I was very mad. I was like, he absolutely should die. And then they do. And I was like, okay, good. <laughs> but... Yeah. Yeah, overall, I yeah, I don't know. I think, I think initially I was gonna give it probably a six, but then yeah, talking about it more, I'm like, 
yeah, I think it does kind of deserve a five. I think that's a pretty solid, like, yeah, that's yeah, it's fine, I guess. I'll, yeah, I'll go, I'll go hand-holding Globus Shelby. I, I'll give it a five. Okay. For me, uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. This movie, every time I watch this movie, I keep thinking, like, okay, maybe this time I'll like it. <laughs> that's right? a great sign. Yeah, because it's John Carpenter. It's got a bunch of, it's got a decent cast of people. Yeah. It's just not it's just not very good, unfortunately. <laughs> but yeah. like I said, you know, it's it's vibes. Like if it's on, that's great. It's a great background kind of movie for October, I think. Mm-hmm. Um because the music is cool. Music is fun. I love John Carpenter's soundtracks. Um, totally. It's just, you know, if you're watching it for plot, it's just, you know, A doesn't make a whole lot of sense and B, it's all over the place. Uh, it's not also not important. Uh, five, yeah, also a five, I think, because <laughs> I right. would rewatch it again, probably still. I just, I just know, like at this point, like you know, I, I'm not going to sit down to watch it again. I'll if it's on, I'll watch it. Yeah, yeah, Ken. I, I think at your your yearly like party, Halloween party, like this is a great one to have on the TV, just right. like as people are over. Yes, but yeah, totally not going to like sit down and give it my full attention. Right. Yeah, absolutely. It's October and you're like cleaning the house and you want to put some scary movies on. Yeah. I think it's the first time we've ever all had the same rating. Usually I bring in movies that I know that at least one of you will probably hate. (laughs) This time we all didn't like the movie. That's progress we all thought it was pretty mediocre yeah we all didn't hate it we all also didn't really like it so yeah checks out well shelby thank you for joining us this was a lot of fun thank you uh before we before we wrap up here i gotta ask do you have any tips for the kitties for halloween this year oh for wait for the cats or the children uh the the cats yeah oh the cats any tips for them (laughs) I, mean, I think Ken meant to say kids, and he said kitties, but you interpreted it as cats, as in kitties. Yeah, so, I, I, and children or people in general, any anything Halloween-related oh. that you want to say right now is what I'm going for. Okay. Wait, but tips? I'm confused still. <laughs> How about yeah. this? What's your favorite Halloween candy? There we go. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Um. Oh, man. If I'm getting a bag of Halloween candy, I'm either going for... Controversial choice, Three Musketeers. Mm. I love it. A classic okay. or um, Sour Skittles. Ooh. Ooh, nice. Or a Kit Kat. Or I'm not a big Reese's Cup fan unless they are the either Christmas-shaped Reese's ah. Cups or Halloween ones because the it, the texture is different. The ratios are different. Yeah. I ate a whole bag of those the other day, so... <laughs> The shapes are superior for sure. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. the pumpkin ones for Halloween. They're there. Bats. There's bats and ghosts oh, too. Nice. Have you ever um, put a Three Musketeers in the freezer and had that? Yes. Yes. Okay. Ooh. Try it, Ken. Sounds good. It's great. So good. Nice. Shelby, am I remembering correctly? Correctly? Am I remembering correctly that you dress up a lot for Halloween? I do. I do. I go pretty far. Do you know what I you're doing this year? I um I just moved, so I'm gonna go a little bit more low key this year because okay. I 
have furniture to buy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Um, But my, my friends are coming into town and my mom is also coming into town with her best friend, Miss Laura, who's hoot. So it's going to be a lot of craziness. And we've decided to all dress up as a different cryptid. (laughs) Oh, cool. That's awesome. Um, I will be the Kraken. Nice. I haven't figured out quite yet how to execute that. Yeah, it's a lot of tentacles and stuff. I, I yeah. don't know. Huh. I'm thinking pool noodles. I don't know. We'll yeah. figure. <laughs> there you go. Cool. What are, what are everyone else doing? Like chupacabra um, and stuff like that. Yeah, we've got we've got a Nessie. We've got a Jersey Devil. We've got. I'm so excited. We have a Mothman. Cool. I was actually pretty sad I didn't get Mothman early on, but I'm really bad at responding in group texts. So <laughs> I get what I get. Um, and I think we have a Chupacabra. We have we've we've pretty much we have like nine of us. So we've <laughs> wow, running the game. We really dug deep in the, the Wikipedia list of what different cryptids are out there. Cool, that's awesome. If you want a shortcut to your costume, but probably won't save you any money. There is the Seattle Kraken hockey team, and you could just buy some of their merch <laughs> and call it a day. That's going to be just as expensive. Yeah, it will be. Yeah, it will be, be very expensive. expensive. <laughs> Probably than a couple pool noodles. Yeah. Yeah, just two. <laughs> just two noodles. <laughs> I'm the Kraken, oh, obviously. Head. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll figure it out. I'm sure it'll be funny. If it's good, it'll be funny. If it's bad, it'll be funnier. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Cool. CJ, do you know what you're doing for Halloween? No, uh, but I am a little afraid um, because I think literally like yesterday or the other day, um, my lovely wife, Emily, texted me a picture of, uh, let's see if you can see this, Skating Ken from Barbie. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. And I am now very worried. (laughs) Absolutely. That's it. That's it. So we'll see. God, how many Barbies and Kens are going to be this year? Like, it's going to be everywhere. I'm sure a ton. Nice. Well, Shelby, thank you again. Do you have anything you want to plug at the end here? Not really. (laughs) Cool. Great. All right. CJ, what do we got? You can follow us on all the things at Overtalking Pod. We are newly on TikTok, or probably a month or two now at this point. But <laughs> follow us on TikTok at Overtalking Pod. Uh, call or text us at USACAT1591. Email us at overtalkingpod@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Go to our website, overtalkingpod.party. You can type in the word Shelby. There's a search bar. Hit enter. Find all of our previous episodes where we generally disagree on the ratings at the yep. end. <laughs> They're a lot of fun. But not this time. Oh, no. They're here. Oh. Ah! Just a just a fog rolling into the room, and oh, they're stepping out. Oh, it's the overtalking overlords. Oh no, uh, they're here. They're fine. For people who don't know, there are guests of the worldly land. Such Roads, commitment. Who show up at the end of every episode to remind me to remind you if you like the show, please go on Apple Podcasts and rate review. Reviews or help people find this podcast. Also, we spend no money in advertising, so if you like the show, please tell a friend and spread the word. We'd really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. And they're gone. And next week, we're wrapping up Monster Month, and it's going to be Vampire Week, because we got returning guest Danny from the Double Murder Podcast, which is fully defunct at this point. But uh, we're going to talk about The Last Voyage of the Demeter, which is a brand new movie. So... Oh, okay. Because yes. I was like, I've never heard of this before. Yeah, it, it came out like a month ago at this point. So, Gotcha. Okay, yeah. cool. So watch that now if you're ready to play along at home. I don't know. 
And as we always say at the end of every episode, give me me pot of gold. <laughs> what was there that? Are any Irish people we have offended in this movie? <laughs> That's good. Sorry. I do it. Apologies. As a redhead, I'll take it for the team. Yeah. <laughs> I want to. I want to say one last thing about this movie. That was a short lighthouse. All right, that lighthouse. <laughs> Stories tall. No wonder they crashed. Yeah. Get a bigger lighthouse. You would have thought they would have learned by now, hundred years later. But no. Bye. Wait, one more. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no. Bye. Bye. Oh, this ghost week episode of the Over Talking Podcast was produced by Ken and CJ, edited by CJ. This week's spooky guest was Shelby Weaver. Music by Justin Peters. Logo by Nate Richards. Check out Nate's work on Instagram at Nate Richards Designs. Ooh.